Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Are you trying to master the game of life without success? There are secrets and strategies to living your best life. We'll share some of them with you on today's show. Take advantage of this series to become an expert at relationships. All relationships. It's time to live the life that you deserve to live. Now, here's your host, Sandra Reich. Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich, a show about living your very best life and today, a very important topic for this time of year. Um, I, when I plan the shows, I always think right before Christmas, the holidays, I can't think of a more important topic than loneliness and the expectations of the holidays. So I've been at work this week. Uh, my colleague who's here with me, who I'll introduce in a moment, has been at work this week. And I can't tell you how many people have walked into my office and really struggling at this time of year. But of course, you go on Facebook. Um, anywhere you look, people are just like putting happy pictures of Christmas trees and everyone's and it's all beautiful and you can't help but wonder if they're all having a good time, what's happening with me. So today we're going to definitely discuss uh, loneliness during the holidays, what we can do about it, what are the expectations and how do we get ourselves into trouble with them. We'll discuss some strategies as well. Um, if you want to join the conversation by chance, uh, give us a call at one 472 5792 If calling is not your thing and you'd like to uh, text us, we're at uh, 514-796-4357. We welcome all questions. Or email at info at helpforanxietydepression.com. So I know on the site it said that Georgia Dow was going to be here with me today, but we had a little change of plan, and I'm very excited to have with me a top psychotherapist and uh, someone who works on the team with me at the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression. I'm a big fan of her work. I'm a big fan of hers. And she does a lot of work with uh, adults and teenagers on self-esteem, anxiety, depression, and I suppose loneliness as well. I suppose that probably comes up. So first of all, your first time, a straight talk virgin. Welcome to the show, Jennifer Seidel. Thank you, Sandra. Great to be here. I'm really happy to have you here. And I think that, you know, it's serendipitous that you're here. Um, I'm curious, when you heard about the topic, and you know, we're talking about loneliness during the holidays, what came up for you? What were your thoughts on that as a therapist? It's actually really interesting. The first thing that came up in my mind was a problem that people have in so many areas when it comes to social media, right? The comparisons that we make to other people. And then I just heard your introduction. Wow, that's that's so funny because that's so much of a daily struggle for people. So much that we compare ourselves to what we see and we don't tend to realize that people are showing us what they want to show us. They're not showing us the reality. They're not showing us the nitty gritty, the bad things, the, the sadness, the anything. They're showing us the great times. Yeah. Now, you know, we all participate in this. Like we put our face pictures on Facebook too. So first of all, the social psychology on that, I'm sure you have an explanation on that. What is it? Why are we doing this? Like why wouldn't we just make everyone's life better if we told the truth? And so we all have (laughs) marital problems and we all have family dynamic problems. What's this game all about? What's going on? Yeah, that's a good question. I think that it's part of that sort of, you know, when you see someone, you say, hey, how are you? And they say, good, how are yeah, you? Yeah, you're not no, even no listening. One to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no one wants to hear, oh, yeah, I was sick and I don't, you know, and, and my, my husband. Uh, yeah, you they know, don't want to know. People don't want to know. You want to see the good stuff. You want to hear the good stuff and you want to tell the good stuff. Right. You don't want people thinking that right. something's 
not great. Right. So as a therapist, Mm -hmm. uh, you're right, because I know this, even when things aren't going well for me, I will probably say things are going great because I don't really think people want to know about the difficulties. So as a therapist, as a top psychotherapist, why is it that people are so afraid to hear something negative? Like we all share negativity. What's Mm -hmm. your opinion on that? Well, I don't think that people realize how powerful it is when someone does share something negative. And I think that for some of us, we... We don't want to hear it because it scares us. It scares us to know that these things could happen, that something could go wrong. We like to see we like to see the world as every everyone's having a great time and everyone's good. Um, and we also don't want to. I think it helps to be able to see everyone else's positivity, because then you think we have something to strive for. Oh, so you, you think in a way that the fact that people are doing well or seem to be doing well gives us hope that we could do well? You think so? Yeah, I think it sort of gives us a, a model to, to look to strive for. But it goes it goes sour too, because we mm-hmm. instead yeah. what we often do is we say, well, look at her, her life is so yeah. perfect. And well, you know, she has family and I don't. Yeah. And so it's, it's messed but up a bit. then it gives us something, okay, so I wanna have a family. I, I want that bigger car. I right. want that nice, beautiful house. I want that gorgeous hairstyle, whatever it is. I want, I want, I want. We live in a very I want society, and I think that's maybe just part of it. I don't think it's a good thing, but I think that's what happens. Okay, so that makes sense to me. So at this time of year, it's heightened, Mm, right? Because the holidays, the implicit message is you're supposed to be happy, happy, and family, family. Yeah. And everyone's like in these quaint cottages. I can just picture it with snowflakes falling. And the fire burning. The fire burning and loving each other. Yeah. Okay. Now you're a therapist. You see clients on a daily basis. Yeah. Is that representative? <laughs> Definitely not. Um, we're not looking at the kids screaming. We're not looking at the spouses fighting. We're not looking at the family dynamics that are always happening in families, right? With the in-laws or the parents and the judgments and the siblings that don't get along. And we're not looking at any of that. We're looking at everyone sitting by the fire and opening gifts. Okay. So what do you think is a more realistic um, average scenario going on in people's houses at this time of year? Like even right now, because I think that the shows a lot that we want to talk about loneliness too. And I think that this, this whole concept of loneliness is, you know, I like to talk about loneliness as a call to self because I, I think that although we're social creatures and many of my clients argue with me and they say, well, Sandra, that's very nice, but we're social creatures. We're, we're mm-hmm. meant to connect with others, which is true. Mm-hmm. So if there's not a lot of family around, it's pretty lonely. Right. But I say, yeah, I understand that. But I think loneliness, I really do believe, and I wonder if you do too, that loneliness still has a lot to do with your relationship with yourself. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think that a lot of people are scared to be alone. Definitely. Um, not so not so many people value being by yourself and they think that if they're alone, they're by themselves, then something's wrong with them. Right. So they went they went wrong somewhere in life yeah. or whatever it is. And yeah, so part of that is reframing the idea of loneliness and being alone and being by yourself and looking at how exactly are you defining that? Are you alone because you're your family's out of town and you're by yourself, or are you alone? I mean, I don't know. It depends. Yeah. But would you would you agree that's uh, you know again a commentary that I feel is some of the loneliest moments of my life and I think many people's lives have been when you're in a group of a lot of people would you agree that loneliness is not um, the antidote to loneliness is not necessarily having people around 100%. yeah so that's why I say that and even like I heard someone say many years ago that you're never 
by yourself. You're mm-hmm. with yourself. And I love that. Mm-hmm. You're with yourself. You're not yeah. alone. So a lot of it has to do with your connection with yourself. So going into the holidays, I'm thinking that your connection mm-hmm. with self would be very important. So uh, if you're about to head into the holidays and you're about to be with family and there's family dynamics, or maybe there's not a lot of people coming over, either case, there's got to be, and I, I wanted you to come on to talk a little bit about this, there's got to be some strategies we can do to prepare mm-hmm. for, you know, what if my Christmas doesn't live up to the commercial on TV? What if my Christmas, I have a fight with my husband? That's almost mm-hmm. like like it's almost to me that almost feels like a guarantee because I feel like New Year's Eve and Christmas it's very loaded yeah. like I do my worst by the way yeah. it romantic like even Valentine's Day that would be the sh- perfect pressure perfect <laughs> night for me to have had yeah. like I'm over it now like I said I don't build those expectations which is yeah. one of the strategies yeah. but when I used to be like very romantic Sandra oh my god my yeah. god every Pressure's New Year's on. Eve and Valentine's Day <laughs> I was in a fight yeah how like and I'd be crying my eyes out yeah Talk because that's also, it's the expectations that you put on the day, right? And this is so much with the holidays for sure, but you bring up Valentine's Day 100%. It's, it's got to be amazing. It's got to be perfect. It's got to be special. It's got to be, um, I've got to get this kind of gift. And this kind of gift means that he loves me. And this kind of gift means that he didn't think right. about me and blah, blah, blah. There's that, all of that pressure too. So everything's got to be just right. And if not, imagine like sort of the pedestal that you're on to the expectation that you're putting on all of these holidays and then all of a sudden something goes wrong, it crashes. Crashes. So so, so, so we're going to talk about strategies. We'll start a bit now, but we'll continue after the break. So don't go away because we'll be filled with strategies on this show. But is that one of them, first of all, is to lower your expectations? Is that is that the right thing to do? I would say just... Be careful about the word lowering. We want to lower expectations, but not. I don't want anyone to think that we're looking for low expectations. We're looking for realistic expectations, attainable expectations. So you want to look at your expectations and make sure that they're not in the clouds. Of course, you don't want a low bar. No, it's if, true. If it's important to you yeah. on the holidays. You want a bar that's reasonable and that's attainable and that you're not going to be um, super disappointed if you don't hit it. Okay. So maybe I'll ask you for you yourself and then we you know, can apply it for me. Um, when you go into a holiday setting and you're not lowballing, but you're, mm. you're setting an unattainable expectation, what would that sound like for you, for example, so people can get an idea? I would try to make it just about having, having a nice time with no, um, no, as little arguments as possible. Um, just about more about me leaving feeling happy and satisfied, my family feeling good. Nothing crazy. Okay. So it's it's really like instead of looking at maybe I, if I could take it like what you're saying is not so much to go, it's Christmas and I have to exactly. have a, it's an evening with family. It's about the experience of it. Okay. It's more important than the actual thing itself. It's not about Christmas has to be perfect. It's more about, I want this time with my family to be enjoyable. I want it to be pleasant. I want it to be as relatively stress-free as possible. We'll see what we, what we can do, but it's not because it's got to be this one day because I also want the next day to be Right. Really good point. Really good point. Okay. So we're going to take a break, but like, here's the teaser. So I'll have you think about this, Jennifer, when we come back, we'll talk about this. So you go in with your realistic expectations, you're serving your turkey, everything's going great. And somebody at the table says something really aggressive, uh, an Mm -hmm. attack on you, uh, or an attack on your kid or, or attack on a sibling. And 
now you have a really difficult situation on your hands and it's Christmas. So you don't want to rock the boat, but if you don't rock the boat, you feel you're tolerating it, you're seething at the mouth. So um, we'll come back. Okay. And we'll talk about that situation <laughs> with tips and strategies with brilliant Jennifer Seidel. We'll be right back on Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Spa Munari is a full-service wellness day spa located at the heart of West Island, Quebec. Submerge yourself in beauty with one of our many treatments, specially catered to your needs. We offer facials, manicures, pedicures, hair removal, massages, body treatments, and so much more. Enjoy our ultimate relaxation experience with our spa packages. We offer a men's menu as well. Call us today to book your next appointment at 514-695-5040 or visit us on the web at spamunari.com. That's 514-695-5040 or spamunari.com. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at helpforanxietydepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or helpforanxietydepression.com. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety, featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. So we're back on Straight Talk, and I'm here with top psychotherapist Jennifer Seidel, who does a lot of work with anxiety, depression, loneliness, um, and definitely holiday blues, because we see a lot of clients in our offices, don't we, with holiday blues at this time of year. Um, So I have a lot to say on that, too. I want to talk about the problems that showed up in my office this week, because I think that other people will relate to them. And one of the topics I want to put out there is the martyr syndrome, is the self-sacrificing, you know, planning your dinner and trying to create this environment Mm -hmm. for everyone else, and eventually you like you're so bitter. But before I get to that, we had our teaser before the commercial about we're at Christmas dinner, this mood is set, I'm serving the dinner, and someone throws a zinger at me or my child or my sibling. And I want to know what your thoughts on that were, Jennifer. So the way I would 
suggest to address this is very much like sort of regular conflict management type of things. So I would say I'm not the type of person personally to just leave something. Some people would say just ignore it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that laughter is about, Sandra. But <laughs> so, because I love that about you. I, honestly, I'll say it on the radio. I know you wouldn't, and I love that. You'd okay. call it out. Yeah. You're a very honest person. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I'm not, and things bug me if they just sort of fester and I yes, can't Yes, and I love them. when you, she's laughing because she's always come to me when there's ever an issue. And I love that yeah. about you. Wonderful. So I think what I would do is because a little bit of full disclosure here, what I would, inst- like instinctively, I would probably get angry and I would want to respond in an attacking mode, but I know that that's not the right thing to do. So what I would do, my best strategy is to take a breather. So I would probably just go, let's say it happened in the dining room, I would go into the kitchen, I would take a few deep breaths, you know, I would gather my thoughts and then I would actually go back to the person and I'd say, can we just talk a little, like, what was that comment about? And I would address it head on. And I would try to, you know, to understand where that person's coming from, if there is, you know, maybe a backstory, but if, if there's not, then I would just say, you know, Let's just sort of try to enjoy ourselves. and uh, But I would definitely, I would address it in a respectful way, of mm. course. Yeah, not an attacking way. I don't know. I don't know. I guess that's a personal choice. I'm not sure what you, what would you do? So, um, well, you know, I think I, I'm, I'm wired a lot like you, Jennifer. And I think that in the past, I probably would have addressed it. But I also have found, uh, you know, that sometimes this gets loaded very quickly in a, an event. So I, I find like, you know, again, I, I hate to use this line. I use it a lot these days, but I'm getting older now. <laughs> and I find that I'm starting to add this an expression uh, where they say you add water to your wine. I'm adding a lot of water to my wine these days. So my thought is that I find that if something starts to trick if someone's saying something triggering and I get triggered I'm part of the dance so I'm trying to go into these kinds of nights with a lot less judgment because I'm seeing a huge correlation between the less judgmental you are the more happy you are and so I I probably would you know sort of give it back to the person in my head like uh, like maybe they had an extra drink too much or Mm -hmm. maybe they're very nervous you know and I'm not going there it depends though how far they go you know it depends if they said something really that is unacceptable I would have to address it you wanted to say something um yeah I can't remember what I there was something that you said that brought up something for me but the compassion, the judgment. Yeah, well, I did notice that you're talking basically about like having compassion for yeah. the person. Um, now the thought will come back to me after. No worries. I, I mean, again, it's it's a tough strategy to get across because mm-hmm. it really depends on what was said. Yes. I just remembered my thought. Okay, good. Because there's also, you have to be careful if you're swallowing something just because oh, you yeah. don't want to address something. Oh, it's yeah. sort of a dangerous zone, right? So if you're the type of person who knows yourself really well, like in, in your case, it's different, right? Because yeah. you're, you're self-aware and you know exactly yeah. if I make this choice not to confront this person, I'm doing it because I'm choosing yeah. to put water in my, in my wine. Yeah. Whereas some people might ignore things just, you know, to, to keep the peace, but It'll fester and fester and yes, fester. Yes, that's, that's and the martyr I was talking about. Absolutely. Exactly. Good point. Yeah. Um, well, okay, so there's a lot to say on that. It's important to me that we go through that. I think that, uh, again, this strategy that I've given only works if you really can let it go. Yes. Um, but I also want to put out there that I think it's almost, I think I, this is bad news for you listening, but I want to prepare you all that it's almost inevitable that someone is going to do or say something that's going to upset you in the next few days. That is true. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I think it's true because I think family gatherings and loaded situations, stuff gets said. And I don't think it's meant, I think, I don't know why this 
happens, I guess it's all this pressure again. Yeah, stress is high, emotions are yeah. high. Yeah, drinking. Yeah, the throat. Family off. gets yeah. triggered. You know, everyone has their 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 hot buttons. Yeah, with family members and yeah, drama happens. But I also agree with you that if you're you're sitting there very upset about it. Um, you know, whether you discuss it that night or another time, I don't agree with holding it in and, you know, the next night be like still furious yeah. about that's really a bad thing. So that brings us a little bit to also a little bit this idea, this feast or famine of the holidays. And everything that I don't like about the holidays, I find it very feast or famine. I find like all of a sudden there's a, like I have a party tonight. There's a party every night right now. Mm. Honestly, I almost wish like I'd connect with people more during the year than 17 parties the week of Christmas. And so there's like a lot of pressure and the idea that it all has to be good now. We have to get together now. Yeah. What, what what do we do with this? Yeah. Talk like, to me. Why can't we get together any other? But you know what? It's the same, it's the same argument that people give, uh, you know, the people who hate Valentine's Day. Like, why can't I show my love every other day of the year? Yeah. Why does it have to be this one day? Yeah. It's, a good, mean, it's a good question. I don't a, think it should only be Valentine's yeah. Day. I don't. Yeah. Okay. So for people listening who, you know, saw the show that are saying, that's very nice that you're having arguments with your family. You're not addressing us the people who are alone on Christmas. And I don't want to do that. I want to make sure we address that. So if, you know, unfortunately uh, my parents are not alive. So, and there's many people in that situation. Maybe their siblings are away. Maybe we know people right now going through a very hard time in their families. We, you know, clients, we know friends. What do you do when tragedy has struck your family or you don't have a lot of family members, you're alone in a city yeah. What what can you do to get through these holidays in in one piece? Yeah, it's a very good question. I think there's a, I mean, depends on the person. There's a few things. I think that one important thing to do might be to look for what what's meaningful to you and what brings you a sense of joy or a sense of peace. That's a and great that answer. Be, that's so personal, right? Yeah. So some someone might want to go see a movie. Um, either a new movie they might want to like you know well, I was going to say rent but uh, people don't rent movies anymore whatever you do to get a movie now you don't rent um, movies anymore no you like stream them or you oh, okay. them on you I'm really TV. old sorry <laughs> there's some way to get movies that I don't really know so there's but no there's, such thing as renting movies anymore well there there is but not physically you don't okay. go to a movie store okay. and rent movies anymore those were so fun days I used to love I know those little okay. pieces yes but, <laughs> so you could you, I, there are ways to rent movies I'm just not exactly sure how anymore okay. but so you can rent an old movie that you know is sentimental for you or that brings you some kind of joy such a memories. great idea um, go to a restaurant that has meaning for you get or, or order in or cook something or bake something like just find something that has some kind of um, connection to either a loved one or a memory or whatever it is and and honor that it's a great strategy and it comes to mind to add on to it is a religious service where yes. there'd be other people mm-hmm. there. And I noticed, for example, like I noticed here in Montreal, there's a yoga studio and I noticed it's a yoga studio I go to. I noticed they have on New Year's Eve, like light up the night that people are going to be doing yoga till midnight. It sounds a little different, but I thought to myself, if I was on my own, yeah, that would be like a wonderful thing to do. So you can still, community. you can still connect with like-minded yeah. people. Yeah. And I, I do want to go on to that point actually, now that I say that is that, uh, one of the challenges of my life was the um, the not having a sense of a big traditional family. And uh, people used to tell me all the time, you can make your own family. And I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but the truth is you really can. Yeah. But you have to get over the Hallmark card. Yeah. 
it may be very non-traditional and the members of your world may not be your blood relatives, but you can still create something. And people do amazing things like uh, they go on trips with a whole bunch of people. That's another fun thing you could do is go on a Christmas cruise or something like that if you were on your own. This week in your office, um, what kind of issues were people complaining about about the holidays? I'll tell about mine afterwards. The first thing I can think of is the stress of the holidays. People coming in, staying at your house. Um, having that that pressure to cook everything and wrap gifts. I couldn't believe how many people were stressed about wrapping their gifts. Well, because you're so good at creativity. We just had that conversation. That would totally stress me out too. It does actually excite me to wrap you, gifts. It but, excites you. Okay. But still, I mean, She's it's one creative. of those things you look at the priority list and you think, okay, so wrapping gifts versus other things on your list. I mean, is this really something you need to stress over? Well, if you're not good at it, yes. <laughs> so you get gift bags and you throw them in gift bags. Yeah, thank God, God for gift bags. Thank God for gift <laughs> There's bags. There's ways around it, but the interesting thing is that, that people find this so stressful because of everything at this time of year is so heightened. So on the topic of stress, and you are a stress specialist, what are some tips for stress management during this time of year? prioritizing lists. I love lists. Talk about lists. I like <laughs> lists too. are fantastic because they get everything out of your brain. You, you're you, so good. <laughs> if you have the, if you have everything sort of on loop in your brain going over and over just to make sure that you don't forget something, I mean, you can make yourself crazy. So I find getting it out. It's, it's like purging it out of your brain and then you have it physically in front of you. And then the best part of a list is crossing stuff. Off. Oh, isn't, isn't that, that the best? Amazing. Right. So you can have multiple lists with different themes. And then as you sit there and you cross everything off and then you see visually, you feel more accomplished. You don't feel like you're, you're not getting anything done. Even if it's something small. So true. So true. Sometimes I forget to do lists and I'm starting to get overwhelmed and Mm -hmm. I do it. And the crossing off feels so good because I always feel I'm not getting anything done. That's generally the message of my life. Because you minimize all the things, right? All the little things that you do, you don't, you ignore them and you think, I just got to get these big things done, but the little things count. So prioritizing. So with the holidays coming, what, what should be my priorities? Oh, sorry. And another thing, delegating. Oh, talk about that. People have a hard time asking for help. You know uh, a lot about this. Yeah. Not, well, not you personally. No, but women, and that's women in particular. Yeah. yeah. So asking the husband to pick up things. And yeah, yeah like, and it's funny because the, the women in my office are always saying, yeah, but he won't do it properly. Well, you got to let that go, <laughs> that's you know, right. exactly. or you want to be, be frenzied all the time. Exactly. So like I organized the gifts this year. And there's some gift cards we need. And I said, like, for some reason, that's like wrapping gifts for me. It stresses me out going to get the gift cards. And I was so smart this year. And by the way, it's a great tip. Amazon.ca. Oh, my God. Or .com if you're in the States. Great way to avoid the malls, which stresses me out. Okay. But the gift cards, for some reason, I didn't want to deal with. So call up husband. Hi. Please take care of gift cards. So yeah. delegate. What a exactly. great strategy. Yeah. Okay. We're going to so take so hard for people. So hard and so hard for women, I would yeah. say, yeah. to ask for help. What? Yeah. Why, before we take the break, is it so hard? For women specifically? Okay. Yeah. Um, I think women, well, I think there's a few reasons. I think women are generally socialized to believe that they should be taking everything on. Yeah. Otherwise, they failed out as, you know, partners, mothers, peacekeepers, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I think they like to have the credit at the end. Oh, well, you're such a fabulous homemaker and this right. is so great. So they like the, they like yeah. the end results so they suffer through all the pain. Oh, I have a good question <laughs> when we come back. Yeah. Am I missing something? No, I thought, I think you just hit something. When we come back, we're going to talk about one of my, because I was that woman who did everything. And then people would not say how Ooh, great the meal was. Yeah. And I'd fall <laughs> apart, Jennifer. I, I think I might need some psychotherapy when we come back. We'll be right back with Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. 
your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety. Featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Spa Munari is a full-service wellness day spa located at the heart of West Island, Quebec. Submerge yourself in beauty with one of our many treatments, specially catered to your needs. We offer facials, manicures, pedicures, hair removal, massages, body treatments, and so much more. Enjoy our ultimate relaxation experience with our spa packages. We offer a men's menu as well. Call us today to book your next appointment at 514-695-5040 or visit us on the web at spamunari.com. That's 514-695-5040 or spamunari.com. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at helpforanxietydepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or helpforanxietydepression.com. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. Such an important topic today, loneliness and expectations before the holiday season is a difficult one for so many people. Before I get jump back into it, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Spa Maneri. Uh, if you are in Montreal, and this is something really wonderful you could do during the Christmas holidays and also a great strategy yeah. when you're having a hard time, um, you can call them up at 514-695-5040. And I don't know if you know this, Jennifer, but if you mention Straight Talk with Sandra Reese, you get 15% off any other services. And that's one, that? exactly, and one gorgeous <laughs> Again, 514-695-5040. So before the break, I revealed probably, and so I probably shouldn't say this to all the people listening, but it's true, my most vulnerable spot, which is that for my mother was a great cook and um, she loved to make these elaborate meals. And I have to tell you, I take enormous pride in my cooking. And for years and years, I would make meals and I would, I would martyr myself for sure. I'd slave and overdo it. And I'd sit down and, you know, yes, someone might look up and say, yeah, it tastes good. But you know, the thing about food is in 15 minutes, it's gone. You've worked for three days. And I used to honestly, Jennifer, I'm not proud, but I think it's, it's healing for me to talk about this. 
I would completely fall apart afterwards. The end of the name, my husband would go, so that went well. And I'd, I'd want to gouge his eyes out, first of all. I didn't think it went well at all. Because it didn't seem like there were enough compliments or enough acknowledgments. Yeah. So I can say for myself that one of the things I've had to work on is stop waiting for external validation. So when I cook, mm-hmm. is to be proud myself of what I've done. But I'm curious what you think about that. You shared with me a little bit that you're like that with your desserts. But you're, you don't get upset if people don't notice it. But you love when people do. Yeah. So you must have an internal strategy then. So what is it? Huh. <laughs> do I have an internal strategy? Well, how come you don't get upset? Um, I guess because I take such, I, I really enjoy you do, what I, I do. Yeah. And so it's kind of a bonus if people, I mean, I, I mean, I love, I'm not going to lie. I love when people love the things that I bake, but if they don't, or if they don't say it, it's okay because I love doing it anyways. That's and I very healthy. Because I do it for, okay, well, I was going to say I do it for me. I don't only do it for me. I do it for my family. And well, I do it mainly for me because I just really love it. Now, <laughs> for people who are wired more like me mm-hmm. and are gearing up for the holidays and they're setting themselves up probably to be disappointed because people don't really tend to go on and on. Some people yep. do, but very few. Yep. What would you your advice be to them? I think that's also an expectation thing. Yeah. Don't go in expecting that everyone's going to rave about your food. You can hope for it. You can hope that everyone likes it and hope that everyone's pleased and hope that everyone compliments you. But if they don't, your success as a hostess or a cook or whatever doesn't um, doesn't lie solely on what people think of you and how much praise they give you. It's, it's very it's important. Not a, it's, not a, it's not an accurate measure because don't forget people can, you know, shower you with praise but they might not even mean it that's such a good point so yeah we can't it's sort of like you can't base your self-esteem on what other people think of you because that can always fluctuate right you can't base your pride in your meals or your hostess abilities on what other people say about you because yeah and don't and that's the martyr thing again don't take on too much Mm -hmm. so that you're starting to your cup is starting to get empty because that's when you become vulnerable because i don't usually need people to acknowledge me that much but i was so overdoing it so my Mm -hmm. cup started to get empty but the real problem is why did my cup get empty and i think that's a good segue to talk about some holiday strategies Mm -hmm. for people at this time of year i've been asked many times about holiday blues and why people at this time of year even today it's the shortest day of the year today i'm like practically dragging myself yeah. today so someone prone to depression or anxiety very much gonna fall into that yeah i'm gonna give one i'm gonna pass it over to you i really believe that food sleep exercise are very important mm-hmm. at this time of year so we're eating really rich food very true uh we're yeah. drinking more alcohol i understand that. i'm not saying don't do it but you want to make sure that you're also getting some nutritious food and you're also eating throughout the day. Yeah. You're getting good amount of sleep and you're yeah. moving your body. And people are going to say, really, you want me to move your yeah, body during the holidays? <laughs> but you really, yeah. the problem is the if you don't move and you don't eat and you don't exercise mm-hmm. and you drink and do all these things, it's a recipe for depression or anxiety, yeah. isn't it? 100%. I actually hadn't thought about that in, in a while. You're right. Yeah. Because we tend to... This is, goes back to the martyrdom too, right? We put ourselves last right. when it comes to all this stuff because everything is about everyone else and the family and, you know, the people, everybody everybody else but us. So we forget about sleeping properly and eating properly and, and exercising and all of those things that are good for us. And then we suffer in the end and then we wonder why we're depleted. Yeah, and why are we even doing this every year? So yeah. <laughs> food, sleep, exercise is my strategy. Holiday blues, strategies, Jennifer Seidel, top psychotherapist. <laughs> what do you tell your clients to do? For, um, for the holiday blues? 
Well, again, I think it's it's about finding the meaning in the holiday. Mm, Why like are that. we doing this? Are we doing this because, you know, some people have traditions where they just say, okay, so every every Christmas, this this person comes over, this person comes over, this person comes over, and this is what we do. And then we get sort of stuck in a rut and then we get resentful because we're doing the same thing every year. Yeah. No one's giving back and this person said this. And, and we get into this like toxic sort of cycle. And so I think if you bring it back to, okay, why am I doing this? Am I doing it because I want my family together? Am I doing this because I'm for religious purposes? Am I doing this because um, I want my kids to have the tradition? Like you have to sort of bring yourself back to the real purpose of it. And then I find that sort of keeps you a little bit grounded in the actual the meaning of it for you. Right. So maybe think about the meaning of the holiday yeah. before the holiday yeah. and anchor yourself, maybe even journal about it. You know, yeah. is this meaningful to me? And yeah. why is it meaningful? What am I looking to get out of these holidays? If you're willing to take the time to journal for, for yourself. Right. Yes, definitely. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, all this harried energy that you see on the streets and in the shopping mm-hmm. center and the anxiety. That's another good point. Go. It's contagious. Yes. Right. So, it's like they put Say on more. That, what do you mean it's contagious? Well, they put on that lovely Christmas music everywhere you go to try and get you into the holiday spirit to buy things. Right. And then they also, you see all these like people running around in the lineups and everyone's anxious and, and, and stressed. And then you get anxious and stressed because it's hard not to take that on when it's the buzz in the air. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what can we do? How do we, how do we center ourselves and come back to not being anxious? I would say for me, the most important thing is just being aware of it. When I'm aware of the anxiety around me, I'm able to sort of remove myself from it and say, okay, this, this doesn't belong to me. This isn't mine, right? This, okay. is, this is the store that I'm in or this is the family <laughs> that I'm in, whatever it is. I don't have to own, own this. I don't have to take it on and then go and, you know, do my breathing techniques if I need to and all of that. But for me, the first thing is just being aware of it. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. No, I I really like that you've mentioned the breathing technique's a big one for me too. So when you refer to a breathing technique, I know you can't teach it on the radio, but what's Mm -hmm. a breathing technique? Diaphragmatic breathing. Okay. So it's really breathing from your belly belly and inhaling through your nostril, a long, nice exhale from your mouth. It's really a centering thing. I mean, I have to tell you, I remember so many years ago trained to be a therapist and learning this breathing and as soon as I learned it, I thought everybody should learn this because I've used it in so many difficult moments in my life. Yeah. And to be honest, when I teach it to people, we always do a rating. How are you feeling now? And then we do it for a minute and then we we rate after. And it's always, always, always down a few notches. Always. Always. Like guaranteed. Guaranteed. Money back guarantee. Money back guarantee (laughs) in one minute. Okay. What about people who are, you know, maybe going away for the holidays Mm -hmm. and sort of have conflicted feelings about that? And what about when family pressure puts guilt on you? You want to go away and there's family says you can't do that so what are your thoughts on this whole the guilt that's placed on you on holidays and the expectations and all that what are your thoughts on that it's huge I mean I think it depends on the individual of course I think it's important to be true to ourselves because if we're not then that's a recipe for resentment for life right and if you guide your life and your decisions by guilt and what you think you should be doing or shouldn't be doing for someone else you're living for someone else and then when something goes wrong or something doesn't go the way that it's supposed to or for anything you blame that person and you get resentful resentful so i say this and i know that it's hard it's hard to live by it's hard it's it's family guilt especially i mean 
it's a strong one. It is a strong one. But ideally, we want to live for ourselves. Yes. So being true to yourself. Yeah. Okay. That would be the best thing. I don't know. What do you what do you think? I think that yeah, I think it's ideal to live true to yourself. And I think that we're not often taught and we need to be taught more often that um to thyself be true, as Shakespeare mm-hmm. said, is the ultimate uh recipe. But yeah. If your own parents have always told you it's not about being true to yourself, it's about being true to the family. Mm-hmm. We've done a show on enmeshment. I mean, and sometimes that's the message is that you don't get to be happy unless right. you're with us. Right. Um, from a psychological point of view, though, we talked a little bit about martyrdom, and I want to go back to that. But enmeshment also, from a psychological point of view, enmeshment, the idea that we are fused together, mm-hmm. we must be together through thickness and happiness mm-hmm. and bad times and we're not allowed to separate you know god forbid you see your sister without seeing your brother mm-hmm. you know those kinds of messages are not considered psychologically healthy Definitely. and that might be very provocative for me to say because someone listening might go what do you mean that's not healthy that's so nice you're together all the time well to a degree yeah right without the guilt it, it shouldn't be it doesn't have to be that someone's forced on you and that it has to be like this or else it's nice if you want to be together and it's great and it's encouraged but the other way leads to guilt, right. right? That you're doing something wrong, that you're a horrible person if you if you see your brother and not your sister. Right. And like you so well said, if you do things out of guilt, which is why I never understand, and I'll throw it out to you, but if, well, I'll finish the sentence. If you do things out of guilt, you'll be resentful after, which brings up that point that I was going to point out to you is, has this ever happened to you that someone guilts you into spending time with them? I never understand that because how would you ever feel if I'm the person guilting you? Like, Jennifer, Mm. you need to come on the radio. I need you. And I, you know, if you care about me, you'll be there. How could I ever Mm. feel good about you being here if I know you were here because I guilted you? I I don't even understand it. And you're a therapist. So maybe you can explain it to me. (laughs) I think it happens all too often. Because I don't think that the person who's doing the guilting is even aware that they're doing the guilting. Really? I don't, okay, maybe sometimes, but sometimes they're not. Sometimes people just really want something of you, and they're not really considering what they're doing to you by saying, you have to do this, you have to come over, you have to, we have to go out, we have to, we have to, because they want to see you. And it, I think it comes from, you know, often a genuine place. They really want to be with you, but they're not looking at, how this is serving their needs and they're not being respectful of your needs, your boundaries, whatever it is that's going on for you. I think they're not even being respectful of their own because I True, think yeah. that it, you're, you're right. They're not being respectful of you, but I think that deep down inside, mm-hmm. once the person gives in and says, okay, I'll come to have Christmas right. dinner with you. I can't imagine yeah. that to be fulfilling. No, I completely agree. I, and I, the worst part is what you brought before is I think you're going to pay for it. I think that the person who's been coerced is going to be a little bit passive aggressive. Yes. So there's been times in my life I wanted someone to get together with me or see me or, you know, whatever. I, it's understandable. I want people to know that, but you never want to make someone be with you if they don't want to be there because we're coming back to loneliness. Yeah. That to me is the loneliest place yeah. of all. Exactly. Because being with somebody, loneliness isn't about, like you said before, loneliness isn't about being physically alone. It can also be emotionally alone. Right. And you can be in a crowded room, but you can still feel alone. It's the same thing. You don't want to force someone to be in a relationship with you. You can't force someone to love you. You can't force people to do anything because it doesn't work. Okay, great point. We're going to take a break and we'll, we'll bring it home when we come back on it. made me think of the fact that how about if you're invited to that 15th party and you just mm-hmm. don't want to go 
How can you say no in a respectful way? Be true to yourself and not hurt others' feelings. So we'll be right back on Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at HelpForAnxietyDepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or HelpForAnxietyDepression.com. Spa Munari is a full-service wellness day spa located at the heart of West Island, Quebec. Submerge yourself in beauty with one of our many treatments, specially catered to your needs. We offer facials, manicures, pedicures, hair removal, massages, body treatments, and so much more. Enjoy our ultimate relaxation experience with our spa packages. We offer a men's menu as well. Call us today to book your next appointment at 514-695-5040 or visit us on the web at spamunari.com. That's 514-695-5040 or spamunari.com. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety, featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Your life, your health, your network. Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. So I'm enjoying this conversation with... um licensed psychotherapist Jennifer Seidel who specializes in anxiety, depression, holiday blues, self-esteem, relationship issues. Uh, At the end of the show we'll tell you how you can find her if you want to speak to her. But uh, we were talking about the concept of saying no. Like so you get invited to, you know, Christmas dinner, Christmas lunch, Christmas party, uh, Hanukkah party, you know, I don't know. New Year's party. (laughs) And what if you really don't want to go now I know we shouldn't do it out of guilt we've talked about that but it's very hard sometimes to say no to something like that what are your tips on that this is sort of like assertiveness 101 yeah I was gonna say uh, 
I think the best strategy is you don't want to lie. You don't want to make excuses. Like, oh, I can't go. I have a, you know, a dentist appointment tomorrow. And blah, blah, blah. you don't want to you don't want to make something up because that doesn't feel good. No. So you want to just be honest and say, I really appreciate the offer. I, I'd love to come, but I'm, I'm not up for it tonight. It's just I mean, that's my best strategy. It's an honest. I'm not up for it. It doesn't hurt the person. You're not saying, well, I wouldn't want to spend time with you. Right? You're just saying. I, I appreciate it, but I'm, I'm going to stay in tonight. I'm going to pass on this one. Maybe a rain check, you know, or maybe next time, ne- next year, or maybe we can grab lunch in the new year. Whatever it is, you can sort of offer something else as an option. But I would say, number one, don't make an excuse. Don't lie. And just say, I appreciate I appreciate the invitation. Thank you. I'm going to stay. I'm going to pass tonight. Yeah, there's nothing that's... wrong with saying no. I think people have a heart. People think that there's something wrong about Say no for some reason, but you're allowed to say no. People don't always accept it. They might say to you, Mm, oh, really? Why? Why don't you want to come? Like, I don't understand. Right. That's the guilt thing. Right. Yeah. Yes. So what would your answer be? You have to stick to your your guns. You don't have to give excuses. So it's the broken record technique. You say again, I'm just not up to it. (laughs) And if you keep on saying the same thing, eventually they'll stop asking. Right. So don't engage. Don't get defensive. And don't give in. Yeah. Because you're actually teaching people to manipulate you. And to break your boundaries. Right. So an important point. So broken record, you come back to the original sentence. Um, It occurred to me, we just touched upon this. Tragedy hits your family during the holidays. Mm -hmm. That happens. Okay. Tragedy can hit your family. Someone gets sick. Uh, God forbid someone passes away. Um, There's an accident. All sorts of things can happen. What then? What do you do? Well, it depends. I mean, are you talking about something that happens like fresh? Right over the holidays, right over the holidays, you hit a crisis and you're like, I can't believe this. Like it's the holidays and I've got a crisis and I'm not in the mood for Christmas, but I'm not in the mood not to do anything. I don't know what to do. What's appropriate. You deal with the crisis. You do exactly what you would normally do on any other day, any other part of your life. The day is the day. You can commemorate it. You can celebrate it. Whatever you need to do another time. In my mind, the most important thing is to handle the crisis the way that you need to. I agree with you. It reminds me, my husband used to say to me when things would go wrong on New Year's Eve where we got stranded in an mm-hmm. airport, he'd say there's many more New yeah. Year's Eves. There'll be many more Christmases. Yeah. Um, on the break, you and I were having a chat about what if someone is all alone and what if they were stuck in their house? And it was interesting because we were saying, well, we haven't addressed that. And my response to you is, but you did give options. So why would someone ever end up choosing to stay alone? I mean, it's perfectly fine to stay alone, but I think we arrived at the fact that there's always an option. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause I was sort of thinking about the person who doesn't have any family or who, who wasn't invited to go anywhere. Right. What does that person do? Do. But you're right. There are always options. Yeah. It's like you said, it's just about finding the one that has meaning for you and that that resonates for you. So whether it's joining, going to a religious center or joining some kind of community event and or connecting w- with anyone, it can 
there's always things that you can do if you choose to. Yeah. And, you know, I have to add on to that. And I agree so strongly that I still, it's, it's going to sound cheesy and cliched, but I really strongly believe and it's a little Whitney Houston too, is the most important relationship you have is yeah. with yourself. So if you're yeah. facing New Year's Eve, to me, it would be an act of empowerment to get a small little bottle of champagne if you drink yeah. alcohol or grape juice, if you don't, and go up to the mirror and Again, this sounds a little like woo-woo, but I don't mean it woo-woo. And I, you know, I think there's those moments in your life that you yeah. could do to you to gain through this year and to the next year. And I think that would be, to me, that would be empowerment. Yeah. Really a strong empowerment. As a matter of fact, the person who can do that is really not going to face a lot of loneliness That's in their right. life. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, it's like an, an immunization. Yeah. It's but, all about the meaning that we put right. to things. So if, if we're okay with being with ourselves, yeah. not alone, but with, with ourselves, ourselves, there's... There's, there can be great joy in that. Right. Because actually our mood is more dictated by our relationship with ourselves than anything else. Right? Very true. Very, very true. Okay. So final thoughts as we get to that time of the show on getting through the holidays, stress management, depression, uh, holiday blues, tips. Let's give some, give some tips. Let's review some tips. So food, sleep, exercise, mm-hmm. taking a close, a deep breath. Uh, remembering what's important to you, mm-hmm. asserting yourself. What about alcohol? I think we need to have a very brief talk about alcohol. Well, again, as all my answers, depends on the person. Yeah. Ideally, everything in moderation, right? Because al- alcohol is a depressant, so we That's do have to be really careful. Impo- I was just about to say that. What a great point. Great minds. Yes, indeed. <laughs> it is a depressant. People forget that. Yeah. It makes you depressed. Yeah. Uh-huh. Say it more. You, it makes you pass out and have difficult sleeps. Mm-hmm. So if you're already sort of teetering and you're you're drinking and you're getting bad sleeps, you're not doing anything good for yourself. Right. Okay. So not overdoing it, perhaps. Bas- pacing yeah. yourself. Yeah. Pacing exactly. moderation. Listening and- to your body cues and doing things appropriately. Yeah. And I think it would, you know, it would feel remiss for me not to mention that, you know, also... Uh, make sure you have a safe driver with you. You know, this, it's a nice time of year. We're all going to take a little break now. And, you know, the world just literally shuts down for about two weeks. And I think that can be really wonderful, but not at the cost of your life or someone else's life. So don't drink and drive. Um, Moderate yourself so you can enjoy things and feel good in the morning. Um, I think those are the main things and to reach out if you're feeling lonely. Now that brings up, you know, first of all, um, you know, what about reaching out to a a mental health professional if you're having a hard time? Definitely. Definitely. One of the, one of the sign of strength. Uh, incredible sure. sign of strength sure. and you know I do have to say we purposely stay open during the holidays yeah. we are open and if someone wants to reach you and love those strategies how would mm-hmm. if they wanted a session with you how would they find you Jennifer they would just have to call the main office 514-777-4530 mm-hmm. and ask for me yeah and you can also go on our a website helpforanxietydepression.com and I agree with Jennifer it's an act of strength to sometimes reach out get some strategies get some support you know, I'm looking in her eyes. She looks very supportive, this Jennifer. <laughs> on that note, Jennifer, I, I really want to thank you so much for coming on Straight Talk. It was a little bit of a last-minute decision, and you were just dynamite. So thank you so thank much you for, for joining us. Me. Amazing. And I want to also thank Spominary for helping to make this show possible. And I especially want to thank all of you for listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Um 
this this year, this week, and every week. Uh, and I'd like to invite you to come back next week. Uh, but in case you don't, I do want to take this time to wish everybody and any holiday that anyone's celebrating the very best and the very best for um, the new year. Um, I'd like to also mention that if you'd like more information on Jennifer, myself, anything that was talked about on the show, you can go on helpforanxietydepression.com as well as straighttalksandareesh.com, which you can see our previous shows. And if you put a forward slash radio gifts, you can get a whole bunch of amazing free gifts. That's nice for the holidays. Check out the Facebook page as well, Straight Talk Sandareesh too. Sorry, Straight Talk Sandareesh. I'm starting to get tired. Feel free to leave a question for me or Jennifer. And by the way, remember to like us while you're there. You can hear this or any prior show as a podcast on my website, straighttalksandarish.com, on the podcast app of your iPhone and iTunes under Straight Talk with Sandarish. Feel free to drop me or Jennifer a line anytime at info at helpforanxietydepression.com. My name is Sandra Reich, and I promise I'll help you learn to live your best life again next Thursday, same time, same channel. In the meanwhile, keep your eyes on the stars. Thank you for listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. We hope you've enjoyed today's show and we'll tune in again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Now, go live your best life.